This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello again, everybody. This is Mike Francesa with the uh, podcast for the Jet Post game. Brought to you, of course, exclusively by the good folks at Bet Rivers. Remember, go to the Bet Rivers app, download it for all of your wagering needs. They have plenty of stuff to dig into. And remember the Squares game where you can win up to $10,000 by playing as little as $10 on the same game parlay. So check that out wherever they have the Squares icon on the game. You play the same game parlay, you can win up to $10,000 without adding any wages or putting any extra money in. And remember, the app is improving all the time, so check out the Bet Rivers app. Now, I sat through that whole game, which was not easy. I waited for Salah's post-game press conference because I wanted to get his take on the quarterback. And all I can say as Belichick, who needed a win at at 0-2, I mean, I'm sure it was a sleepless week for him thinking about 0-3 because he's got a lot of pride. But the bottom line is this, okay? We have seen this film before. We have seen this act before, and it has gotten tired and old. And Salah comes out and tells you, Zach will keep working. We have to be better from coaches to players. We have to be a team, and, you know, we have to have three units. Hey, you gave up, gave up one touchdown today, okay? You played a New England team that was without three corners and still played an aggressive man defense. At one point, they were down five starters, and they still bottled up your attack. And then you say that we see things, Zach is improving. His pocket presence and his judgments are improving. What game are you watching? You are out of your mind. And I tell you this, Salah just keeps lying to everybody. He tells you, okay, that he has confidence in the quarterback. And then the game plan does nothing but dump the ball off on every play when they decide to throw it. They show no confidence. They had one drive, which came in the fourth quarter when a team is up two scores, which is where they start to back off and say defensively, listen, let them come to the long field. We'll make a play in the red zone. They did make a play in the red zone, except one of the deep backs was stupid enough to throw Cobb out of bounds on an uncatchable third down. So instead of the Jets kicking a field goal, and going to 13-6, they got a first and goal on the one and punched it in after the pass interference, which was a ridiculous – it was a pass interference because he threw Cobb out of bounds. Cobb did a great acting job on the play also. But that's the only reason they got a touchdown. 
Otherwise, they would have been stopped in the red zone. And Belichick never minds if you come down the field on him. He'll exchange time in the fourth quarter for yardage, and then he'll stop you in the red zone, which is what he always does. So that's the one drive you're going to hang your hat on and watch that game. If you are a head coach who has any competency, remember, this head coach acts like he has years to get this done. He's 12 and 25. He brought in another clueless offensive coordinator. Listen, what Sean Payton, who's got his own problems, okay, giving up 70 points today to the Dolphins. I mean, things are tough for Sean right now. I mean, 70 points. That's another story for another day later, later in the week. But the bottom line is you can't act like you have confidence in this quarterback and then play the way they play. He's going to lose the locker room because the players are already getting ticked off. They were getting ticked off on the sidelines, and rightly so. He can't utilize his weapons because they can't get the ball downfield. The Pats are loading the box because they know all they have to do is play the run. The Jets don't have a good offensive line, which we know we screamed about it the whole offseason. But you cannot play this quarterback. If you continue to play this quarterback, this season will be over before week nine. Mathematically, in the next three weeks, they play the Chiefs. Then they play the Broncos and then they play the Eagles. They can't beat a bad New England team, which left the game open. The Jets got the ball back at, on their 45-yard line, down five with two timeouts. That is exactly what you pray for in a game where you have done nothing. And just look at those four downs. All you need, forget every other bit of evidence in the game. Forget for me to tell you all the things that he did wrong at quarterback today. Just take those four downs and let anybody who knows anything about football explain to you what went on in those four downs. He threw the ball out of bounds on first down. He caused the pressure on second down because his pocket presence was ridiculously bad. On third down, he had Zach Wilson wide open and missed him. He didn't even throw to him. And then on fourth down, he threw underneath on fourth and 10 with the game on the line. What was he doing? Trying to improve his statistics? He dumped the ball to the tight end on fourth and 10. What good could that possibly do? I mean, it was embarrassing. That they got the ball back and had a Hail Mary. That has nothing to do with the quarterback. They had opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. Listen, this is for every Jet fan out there. This is for every Jet apologist out there. And the plenty, plenty of them I've heard in recent weeks who have been blindly backing this coach and this quarterback. And I don't know why. The coach has showed you nothing. And he's on his second bad offensive coordinator. Hackett is awful. The only reason he was tolerable is because he was going to carry Aaron Rodgers' luggage. No Aaron Rodgers, you don't want Hackett anywhere near the building. And you can't play this quarterback. He can't play. Get it? He can't play. I'm sorry. He might be a nice kid. Okay? 
He's a good-looking kid. He can throw the ball. Hey, the unemployment line is full of guys who could throw the ball. There's a lot more to playing quarterback than just throwing the ball. His footwork is abysmal. He doesn't know what he's looking at. He takes way too much time to get the ball off. And he doesn't even have a clue of what he's doing. And he comes out, first of all, all week he tells you, oh, we have confidence in him. We see great growth. And then he puts together a game plan that shows they have no confidence. Who do they think they're fooling? Sal is going to lose the team, and he's going to lose his job. And I'm not sure if Sal is not just a con man to begin with. His career resume is nothing special. And now he is 12 and 25 as a head coach. You know what 12 and 25 gets you in the NFL? Two-thirds of the way out the door is what it gets you. And this is for the front office. This is for Lou, uh, Woody, who is usually clueless, but never cares if you bring in a, a decorated quarterback. Woody likes star quarterbacks. He's got a thing for him. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, go down the line. And listen, I understand their plan was Aaron Rodgers. This head coach stood up there at one and two now, and the only reason they have a win is because in week one, Josh Allen just lost his mind in the second half and turned the ball over ridiculously. Otherwise, they are 0-3. And if they're 0-3, they are in a tremendously different place. They were 1-0 when they thought, oh, we can take our time with this. It's early, he said. Watch how fast it gets late with the Chiefs next. And then the Eagles in three weeks. And I don't even think Denver's a pushover when you got this quarterback in the lineup. Despite the fact he gave up 70 points today, which I still have a problem dealing with, okay? I mean, they gave up 70 points. Sean, what's going on? But that's the story. Like I said, that's a story for another day. You can't do this to the organization. If you are the general manager, and you don't have a veteran quarterback in this building by Tuesday, you should be leaving. If I own the team, you'd be gone. The fact that you don't have one here already is a joke. The fact that they can't take him out and put a veteran quarterback in is an absolute joke. If they had put a veteran quarterback in the game on a 45-yard line with 143 left and two timeouts, they would have won the game. Listen, this is just reality. Zach Wilson can't win right now. I don't know if he's ever going to be able to win. He is a, he is a terrible, he's not bad, he is a terrible quarterback. He is past bad. He leaves bad behind. I can think of a lot of bad quarterbacks who I would take in a second over him. He doesn't have a clue. And I, I, for the life of me, have no idea. I understand where he was drafted. 
I understand the idea, but you already went out and spent a fortune bringing in Aaron Rodgers to get right because you needed a quarterback. Fine, that's Aaron Rodgers. It's an all-time great. Unfortunately, it didn't last long. I understand that. But this team needs help right now. If you fool yourself or he continues, I don't know why Salah wants to do this because you know what? Salah acts like I'm here for the next 10 years no matter what. And I don't know what Tony Romo's doing, what planet he's on. They showed a split screen today, and they, they got Belichick, split screen Salah, and Tony Romo says two great coaches. How is Salah a great coach? Belichick, yes, we know. He's an immortal. How is Salah a great coach? He's 12 and 25. He's never won a thing. He doesn't have a clue what he's doing. And if he thinks Hackett's going to bail him out, well, you know what? Go talk privately to Sean Payton about that or anybody else in the league. The only reason he's got a job is because Aaron Rodgers. And they play the Chiefs next week. And you'll probably have Taylor Swift in the building. The Jets are one and two. They have talent. They have a wonderful wide receiver in Wilson. Listen, they have a lousy offensive line, which they should have improved this season. They are bad on the offensive line, but nobody can block when basically you have nine people on the line of scrimmage. And the Pats who came into this game without three corners and had the audacity to play man. You would never do that. They were like, why not? He can't do anything. And they were right. He can't do anything. This is comical. If you, you know, there were high hopes for this team. This team has talent. The defense is good. It's not great. And Reed's made too many bad plays for me this year. Okay, but it's not great, but it's a good defense. It can be a very good defense at times. It had one play where it had a broken play today. That's the only touchdown they gave up in the game. They gave up two field goals. They gave up one play for a touchdown and a safety. That's it. Now, the Pats are not exactly a juggernaut. And the weather condition weren't good. Wasn't good. We know that. Didn't seem like it was that windy, but it was very rainy. Field was slippery, soft. It was, hey, so it wasn't great for offense. But the Pats knew that, I'm telling you, Belichick probably told his team, we break double digits, we win. We get double digits, we win. And they did. In the NFL... In the old NFL, before scoring was ratcheted up, there used to be a theory. If you scored seven, if you held an opponent to 17 points, you won the game. In recent NFL, that's been up to 20 points. You, you allow 20 points, you're supposed to win the game. The Jets allowed 13 points on defense, 15 for the game, and won enough. They can't score touchdowns. They don't have drives. Because they are not playing around the quarterback. They are playing without a quarterback. 
You can't play this way and wait until they play big teams. Okay, the Bills played miserably. They turned the ball over four times. If they didn't do that and get hit with a punt return in overtime, they would have won. The Chiefs and the Eagles are a whole different set of encyclopedias. I know Denver's in there and you're gonna you're gonna, you know, you're gonna make up for what Sean said about Hackett and everything else. Denver's got its own problems. I understand that. And that's probably a winnable game right now because Denver seems to be just terrible. But it won't be a winnable game with this quarterback because he just will not get the job done. Not in that building, which will be very loud. Now, their defense has fallen apart. I understand that. But they will be loud in that building. And that'll be enough to throw him off because it doesn't take anything. His judgments are so bad. I heard this head coach who continues to keep lying to everybody by telling about the confidence he has when he has none. And he shows he has none. Says he has improved pocket presence. Nonsense. He has no pocket presence. Okay? He can't pull the trigger. He has no pocket presence. He can't make a play downfield. All you have to do is stop as a fan or anybody else and just run the first, second, third, and fourth downs after they got the ball back on the 45 with 143 left. That's all you need to say. And see, that guy who was in charge of those four plays at quarterback cannot be your quarterback if the idea is to win games. You're going to lose the locker room. And if you're Salah, you're going to lose your job. And Salah might be dumb enough to lose his job anyway because I haven't seen anything that shows me he's a good coach. Might be a decent defensive coordinator. Okay? That's fine. Might be a pretty good defensive coordinator. Maybe. Okay, I don't care how much he tries to, you know, coddle media members or hang out with media members or go to games or anything else. None of that matters. What matters is his record, and his record stinks. And I wouldn't give you a dime for his coaching staff right now. And if he believes in this quarterback, he has a funny way of showing it because the game plan is a joke. They don't attack against a team that was playing without five defenders at one point and three corners. And they never attacked them. Dink it to the back, run it, run it, dink it to the back, run it, run it, dink it to the tight end. Bring Wilson up so you can dink it to him for three yards and hope he breaks a tackle. Run it, run it. And then the one drive where the Pats are already in the, we have a two-score lead and we're going to exchange now yardage for time, and then we'll stop them in the red zone, which they did, as I said, except the deep back threw Cobb out of bounds, which was a very stupid play because the ball was uncatchable. And it gave them a first and goal on the one, which they punched across. Otherwise, they don't have a touchdown in this game. And when they got the ball back at midfield, they did not move it an inch. Not an inch. I'm going to repeat again. I've been telling you this, and when he got back in the lineup, I told you, you can't win with this quarterback. This team is ready to be a solid team and at least a playoff contender without Aaron. With Aaron, they were a playoff team. 
I'm not saying they were a Super Bowl team. A lot of good teams in the AFC. But they were a playoff team. And now they should be a playoff contender. But they can't open. They can't lose these next three games. Now, the Denver game, they might be able to win. But then, but if unless they make some serious changes, they're going to have no shot against the Chiefs and no shot against the Eagles. Even with a decent or good quarterback, they might not win those games, as we know. But the idea that he's going to keep telling you, basically he's going to say to you, I don't care what you see. I don't care what you're watching. Let me tell you what I know, which is a complete lie. He has no confidence in him, and he knows he can't play because if he doesn't know that, you don't want him coaching your team. If he thinks that this kid can play right now and lead his team, then you know what? He's the only one in that room that thinks that. Because I'll tell you right now, the players don't think that. The defense doesn't think that, and it's not going to be too many weeks before the defense starts saying again, hey, you know what? We can't go out there and, and, and basically, basically kill ourselves to keep the team in the game and have him do nothing. And you saw guys getting upset on the sidelines, and you'll see more of that week in and week out because he is not a detriment. He is a complete zero. He has got to sit down. Hey, I don't know if Boyle can play or not. I've never seen him play, but I doubt that's where you want to go. They need a veteran quarterback. They don't need a big thrower with this team. Because if they have the use of all their tools and their defense and their special teams, they can make the quarterback complimentary. But they can't do it with a quarterback who is a complete negative. And this quarterback is a complete negative. You sat there till that one drive, and this wasn't even competitive football. On their first six drives, they had one that they didn't go three and out. And they never attacked the field against a team that came in without three corners. And just beat you for the 15th time. I don't know why Sal is going this route. If I was the head coach, I'd be telling the general manager, you better get me a quarterback and get him quick. Because, you know what? Unless he's completely clueless, and maybe he is. Maybe his dream was just to be a head coach, and you know, listen, this is his one shot, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. He is 12 and 25. That's his record. Not 25 and 12. 12 and 25. The game plan, Hackett's game play calling, awful. Is it awful because of the quarterback? Yes. Is it awful because it's Hackett? Yes. And like I said, I've not seen anything from Salad that gets me too excited. So far, I just think he's a bit of a con guy. That's it. They better have a veteran quarterback inside that building by Tuesday. If they don't, they are letting the fans down. They are letting the entire organization down. And they are letting the rest of this team down. And they'll get paid for doing that. This team will come apart at the seams. And you know what, Jets? By Halloween, you'll be thinking about next year and the Knicks. 
I understand what happened with Rogers was tough to take. I was thrilled to see Rogers here. I couldn't wait to watch him operate. He's one of the great players ever at the position. And he was right now the most exciting player in this league. So I hated seeing that happen. But only a fool, a complete fool, would go back to Wilson or try to buy into Wilson because you are headed down. And you tried it now. You got 1-0, which was a gift. So you thought, all right, I can buy. I'm going to Dallas week two. I'm not going to win that game anyway, which we all knew. And now they're 1-2. and two. Not the end of the world. But you know what? Enough. You wanted to give them two weeks. You felt you owed them that or whatever. All right, fine. You gave them the two weeks. Get a quarterback in here that can play. Get an experienced hand in here who understands what the position demands. Not a kid who has no idea what he is doing. That's what you have at the position right now. Somebody who cannot play. The Jets aren't playing around the quarterback. They're playing without a quarterback. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.